You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. You right there, bud? Good, mate. You want to you wanna do the honours on this fucking hot Wednesday afternoon? It's rosé weather, bro. It is rosé weather. Know that. Let's not get it fucking twisted, not for a second. You know what's good about this? That you can just see the tip of the iceberg. That's the rule. Well, you want to see the tip. You want to see a tip. We're rocking the big squares today, punters and dribblers. From time to time, we'll also rock the big the big circlies, but they don't fit in the wine glass. No, they're more of our tequila options. A big squarey for your, your ice-cold big day rosés, which are back on sale tonight from 6 p.m. Hellosport.shop. They will sell out. I repeat, they will sell out. It's smoking hot weather, and you're going to want to have some big day rosé ready for you in time for... The grand final. Long weekend. Long week. Well, you're going to need it for the long weekend because... Because it's long. Because it's long. That's why. I mean, the length and the girth, more importantly, Tom, of the long weekend is why you're going to need rosé. It's not just any long weekend either. It's it's the return of daylight savings. Oh, she comes back. So the days are longer, which means there's more sunlight for which you should responsibly be consuming big day rosé. She returns to us, Tom. She comes back to our beloved Daylight Savings. Yep. What a mistress she is. And a with temptress? A tem- well, she's What's a-, a temptress, Dave? Well, uh, is it, is it a... Temptia? A mistress is, I think, someone who is outside of your relationship that you see from time to time if you're a man. Yes. Now, a temptress... Maybe a, someone who's not yet your mistress? But is tempting you to become one. Essentially, yeah. So a, a temptress is a woman who tempts someone to do something. So could so be anything. A but tempt, daylight savings is the temptress for you to consume Big Day Rosé. Tell you what else is a temptress? This. Big Day Rosé itself. Big Day Rosé is a temptress. Temptress for, for having a good time. Tempting you in to a giggle and a yarn. Now, the, the Rosé is superb. We've been over that. I... When we drank it the other week on the show, it wasn't that hot. As in, like the weather. The weather. It's fucking hot today. Yeah, and this is fucking getting me through. Well, it's perfect. We basically we held off all day. We're recording this in the afternoon on a Wednesday, and we held off all day. Let's just get that bitch on ice. We got it. We put the big day in the freezer. Ice that bitch up. Cubes were freezing as we spoke. And then when it was time to hit record, we then, all right, let's whip her out. And whip here we are. And here we are. Allosport.shop tonight, 6 p.m. Shout out to our big rosé bottle in between us. It's big and thick. Don't even see the surfboards behind us. Big day board riders, fucking boards. Um, There'll be one to win at some point. There will be one to win. There'll be one to win a bit later in the year. I'll tell you what, we haven't taken one for a spin yet, but it's very close. I was watching people surf at Bondi yesterday and I was like, I reckon I can do this. How many times will you and I need to talk about it? Piece of piss. Yeah. Piece I of piss. I can do this. We've skated before, you know yeah. what I mean? Snowboarded, skated, bombed hills. Used to fucking, used to go down that big hill. Can't remember what it's called. Bathurst. Yeah, Mount Pan. Not that one. That was pretty big. That was too big. Judge broke his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. His Break, well, he's broke his collarbone and his hand. Collarbone and his hand. Um, Streety went on one that was too steep as well and took a lot of skin off. We're not doing those sorts of things. But I've been out some steep mountains on a snowboard, so... You get it. Yeah, I get it. You get it. Um, We've also got a couple of fucking elite coaches lined up, so it's not going to be that hard. No, nah, it'll be easy. 
It'll be easy. You pair our natural ability in with the coaches, in with the boards. We'll be fucking cutting, doing cutbacks and stuff. Cutbacks? Yeah. Lay downs? Yeah. Fucking hacks? Riding the smacks. lip. I'm going to start riding the lip, bro. Ride the lip? Yeah. Shh. Ride that lip? Yeah. Maybe a big floater off yeah. the top? Yeah. So I'm thinking, I might mm. fucking do an air. Maybe a rodeo or something? I might do a full backy, dude. Maybe a straight air? Yeah. Backy? Yeah. Why not? Hacky? Sacky? Sure. Um, anyway, that's Big Barrel. Day Rose. Oh, and I'm horny for it. I'm real horny for it. Just went down into my lungs, though, by accident. I inhaled it. Now, if any of you are wondering why I sound a little bit nasally, windy today as well. Hot and windy. Now, what does wind equal in spring, punters and dribblers? What does wind and spring equal? A block nose for me. Hay fever. Fucked. I've been pounding my sh- this shit up my nose. You sound like shit. A Zep nasal spray, which was good last season. I feel like you almost have to change up what you're doing every season, like attacking it from a different angle with a different thing. Have you been utilizing your pre-meds? As in getting into them before spring? You Because I remember last year you were like, you got to pre-med up. A little bit I did because it, the thing is spring comes before spring starts, if that makes sense. Like just because it's the first day of spring uh, – Technically, it's like pollen isn't like, oh, what day on the calendar is it? Pollen will get into its work beforehand. So sometimes you think you're starting early, but you're not starting early enough. I think I fucked my start this year. Last year. Why don't you just start start of August? Because I also don't want to abuse fucking, like, I don't know what long term use of nasal spray up your nose is going to do to me. Like, who the fuck knows? I don't want to be doing that shit for longer than I need to. Why? I don't trust anyone anymore. You don't trust Big Pharma? I don't trust. Sounds like a kid that doesn't trust Big Pharma. Kid doesn't trust anymore. I've lost the trust. Trust is gone. Trust has left the building. Yeah. No trust here. Mate, why don't you try and not have hay fever? Yeah, I've thought about that as well. I've looked into it. Dude, I have no cure currently. It's, it's got to be mental. It's got to be mental. It's and as I, mental as indigestion. It. Which it could be mental too. It could be. Yeah. I haven't had that for ages. It's actually more diet, I think. And I wouldn't be shocked if hay fever comes into diet. It might be a little bit of a diet issue. You've got some, you eating badly? Not in a moment. That's what I'm saying. I'm eating clean. Ella's got me eating fucking clean. Almost sometimes where I'm like. Too clean. No, before I've, no, no, no. Before I've eaten. Yes. Before I've eaten, I'm like. This is Too clean. Yeah. And we're walking the streets the other day, and and what should waft over the fucking breeze, dude? A, a cheesy lasagna, and I'm like, fuck yeah, brah. Turned L's up. Where's the lasagnas at? Just so you know, we're all across it. Ella cooks. I clean. Not a misogynist thing. She's just a way better cook. Okay, pretty fucking. Sounds simple. misogynist off the rip, but you have clarified you do clean initially sound like massage no it does but i'm a huge cleaner actually best in the fucking business go and check my fucking stain removal techniques if you want to see how a man operates at the elite level i do cook i also do the fucking i also do the fucking bathroom i also vacuum every night it's not important you vacuum every night dog roddy ah ella was saying that you vacuum all the time when we're at your house the other day dude i got a real thing against it if i see a single hair bro i'm like that's Where's much. the Dyson? You're, you're going to be. I'm you're going to give your kids anxiety issues around cleanliness, and then you're going to realize it when you're like fucking seventy and they're, you know, fucking eating their hair or something weird when they're twenty. 
Listo. That makes no sense. No, it does. Because it manifests in weird ways. You're like, dad was really extreme, fastidious cleaner. I never felt like I was good enough. I was dirty all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you got some trauma over there, buddy. <laughs> Listo called the Dyson the other day. He said it was like the lawnmower for the, for the male who lives in an apartment. I just thought that was a very funny thing where it's like, a, sort of, but more, yeah, sort of. Because, you know, like I, if I had lawn. I'd like to mow more. I'd love to. Well, I don't have anything to mow, but I would. But I'll I also don't love vacuuming, so it doesn't necessarily ring true. Mowing's, mowing's better because you're outside. And you're seeing like I'm cutting some shit, you know what I mean? Well, it's man shit as well because anyone can fucking. Not to be a misogynist. I'm not trying to be a misogynist, but where's the last time you saw a bird on a mower? It doesn't happen often. That's not that's not to say they can't do it. It's them playing eyes up rugby league football going, I can't. Perfect. Yeah. Well done. Congratulations. Like you've fucking found a loophole in the system. And well, I, I I've got I mean, we've got our own loopholes. And mine is usually like I don't, I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to cook or like I can't cook that. Yeah. Or I don't know how to get this stain out. Yeah. Well, you came over the other day and you're like, I can't iron. I'd iron your shirt for I you. Came over there's loopholes. There's Well, there's, I don't have I also don't have an iron at my house. But I came over and asked Eddie to iron it for me because he likes to iron. I fucking doesn't like to it. iron. Can iron well. Can iron well. Kid can iron. Can iron well. Can't cook, and haven't really invested much time in doing so. I said to myself at the start of the year, New Year's resolution: you're going to cook once a week. Didn't do it. Not a misogynist. Not a misogynist. On that, on the public record. Not a misogynist. But sometimes Ella rolls out these super healthy meals, dude, and I'm like, "What are we having?" And she's like, "This and this and this." And I'm thinking in my head. It's not cheesy lasagna, though, is it? No. But then Sounds I need like to- Sounds like leafy green shit. Spinach and fucking tofu and like, you know, some cashew sauce. Halloumi. And halloumi and, and peanuts and fucking quinoa yeah. and brown rice and yeah. noodles that taste like shit, but they yeah. taste pretty good if you put some other sauces in Basically there. Basically like a vegan dump in a yeah. bowl. Yeah. Sometimes we get, like, we got chicken the other night. Like, we get meats and fish and shit. But I'm always a bit like it's not smacky and cheesy enough, right? Yeah. That's my initial thought. I want to like I want to drift off to sleep after it. I, I want to be like I want to finish eating and just sit here like this. But then when I'm finished, Tom, yep. I'm like that was pretty fucking tasty. It's actually delicious. I'd like more. And I'm actually full. Yeah. Nothing will fucking fill you up, punters and dribblers, like quinoa. Mm. That shit will fuck you up. That shit tofu expands well. in your gut fucking like cellies. It does. So does fucking tofu, dude. That shit will smack you out. Yeah. So Tofu, though, I feel like it has to be in like a foe for me to really get around it. Like, well, I'm not going to eat it by itself. Well, that's what I mean, though, but not in like a salad. Yeah, but with the right sauces and shit. It's got to have the and right sauces. And it's got to be fucking fried up in sauces and shit, dude. Come on. Um, but then I start – then I remind myself, Edward – that's maybe why you've had indigestion problems in the past yep. is that you've always been a guy who leans too heavily into smack smack town every night. Mm. Now, if you're smacking down every night, maybe you smack down internally. Psoriasis is a lot of smack-based shit. And it's also like tomatoes, coffee. I fucking basically mainline long blacks again. Coffee generally, but the amount of long black I'm having these days is fucking disgraceful. No and, good? Well, no, I don't. It's not good for psoriasis, no. Is that right? And because Why I can't- Why do you mainline fucking- Long blacks? Yeah. Because I don't want to have the fucking oat milk. But why do you- But why have those giant fuckers you get? Because they're, they're so big. Good, dude. Okay, don't, why can't you just get a normal one? Because then it's done in a second. 
So what? The oak caps are fucking done in a second. Yeah, they are, but the, you can't have that many of them because of the smack of the oat milk or the regular milk, whatever milk you're having. But what but I'm long s- black, you can sip on that bitch. It's nice and cold. I enjoy them. I enjoy them. Yeah, but it's it, but it feels to me like if you if you got psoriasis based issues, mm. maybe Daddy doesn't need to get the fucking does 4XL. Daddy have, does Daddy have portion control problems? Yeah, he probably does. Does he need the four XL from Macca's? I know you're squeezing in a fucking hashy every now and then. On my <laughs> life, on my check the bank statements, <laughs> check them. I don't, but every time I go in there, you best believe there's almost something good about testing myself because I go in there and I see one of those big fucking sausage and egg McMuffins and I'm like, You know how good they are. Not today, Satan. You're not getting me, brah. Not, Not today, Satan. I one day, and this wasn't in my fasting times, but one day recently, and I may have even explained this in the potty the other day, but where I went in, I ordered a large long black, ice long black. Mm. Then I ordered a chicken wrap. Then when I got to the window to pay, I said, cancel the McChicken wrap. You did. You told me. I was, I was proud like, of you, buddy. That's fucking. I don't even know what the McChicken wrap is. I don't even know if that's what it was called. <laughs> But it was a chicken wrap of sorts, and I cancelled. <laughs> there that. was chicken in a wrap. It was chicken in a wrap. Yeah, and you thought to yourself, chicken. I mean, sorry, wrap. Wrap that could be play that could on. be healthy. There's some lettuce in it. I tell you what, I since being back on the old fucking don't eat anything train. Obviously, the weekend was Smacktown City, right? From Hacker Major, hungover Saturday marathon. Daddy didn't exactly. I had three fucking Krispy Kremes on Monday. Put and I had it was that sort of weekend. I had a Krispy Kreme on Monday. It was that sort of weekend. I had a Krispy Kreme on Monday. I'm not proud of it. No, I'm, I'm not. not proud of it. But, but I did have three Krispy Kremes on Monday. Smackdown, right? It was great to get smacky again. I'm not going to lie. Like <laughs> I, I've, I, I dipped my toe back into unadulterated Smackdown. Yeah. Fuck me, it was good. Like after the golf day, back at the club, cheeseburger, smashed it. Saturday uh, in there, yeah. Oh, that night, yeah. I went. Oh, oh, did you? Oh, nice, dude. Love that. Good stuff. Yeah. It was a real like keep me alive sort of a cheeseburger, as opposed to like I ate it into, I inhaled the. That wasn't on my mind when we finished the golf day. No, it was on my mind a little after we finished. Right. Shockingly. Shockingly. But yeah, it's just nice. It is nice to dip your toe back in. But what I'm going back to, Eddie, is just like The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, cheap meal Sundays. Cheap meal Sundays. If it's good enough for the rock, it's good enough for Hello Sport. Yep. There, you, there, I said it. I want to let the punter and the dribbler in on probably the probably for me the moment of the weekend. That includes Friday, the golf. Mm-hmm. Picture this: Saturday morning, probably eleven forty-five a.m. It's not quite twelve, but it's pretty close. Ed, listen, we're making a point that we need to get the fuck out of Newcastle by twelve because it was heating up. He picked a weird time. Not important. Yeah. It provides context. We needed to leave, though. Provides context. It was fucking getting hot as shit. I think the car was spitting out 30s. I can't remember, but it was was brutal stuff. You got to wait for the car to fucking cool down, which it did, but you got to wait for the fucking thing to get there. We pull into the service station. What should they have in the freezer? Super dupers. Zupa. Dupers, you remember them? You remember those fucking glorious flavored blocks of ice slipped into a thin little plastic sl- uh, sleeve, yeah, like a schlong of ice. Schlong of ice. I balled them. I thought to myself, "That's going to be tricky to open with the teeth done." I want to. I don't want to go through the admin. Have they got scissors? Boom. Of course they do. Fresh set. Cup. Get myself a couple of 
orange. Listo took the pink one, which annoyed me. I didn't want. I wasn't going to say anything. I was. I was annoyed that he got there first. But sometimes you just got to wear an L. Yeah. Move on with it. This fucking Zuper Duper, the first one was unfucking believable. Uh, like best in class ice cream, ice block rather that I've had in quite some time. I uh, I'm not gonna lie, as I sat next to you and then with them in the back, with uh, list on the back, not having one of my own, I was upset. It they were it was fucked up how good they were. I'm gonna get myself a big bag of Zuper Dupers and slip them into the freezer. I can't, and I'm gonna have my way with them all summer, dude. Like unbelievable, their ability to cool a soul mm. to a hot soul, a hot sweaty soul. Zuper Duper, bang, soul cooled, soul cooled immediately. No problem anymore. You're cold. You're cool. You cleanse. Listen, I can't because I won't be able to control myself on a hot day. I feel. You know what though? The good no, thing no, 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 no. Because they, they get can. No, because they get much. smacky. Yeah, they do. You can't have more than two. No, that's you can't. the beauty of the Zuper Duper. I don't know how they designed them. The first one, elite. The second one, B plus. After that, oof, you're in Way D, yeah. E, F territory. Yeah, you can't be straight up. Three. If you had more than three, fuck me, dude. That's like you're like running towards type two diabetes, right? You two max. If I had to pick a number, I'd say probably one and a half's cherry ripe. You're not gonna once you've opened one, you're not gonna throw it. No, out. you can't. Well, that'd be a waste. Some freaks might put it back in the freezer. Shame on you, because there's liquid at the bottom that's got somewhere to go. Like it's just gonna roll out into the fucking bottom of your freezer. Now you get a big problem. Fold it in half, store it. Peg it. Annoying. Peg it. Jesus. Well, how are you gonna make sure it sits upright? I'm not the freak who does it. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. In, I'm thinking like a freak here. You know yeah. what I mean? Freaks would peg it. Yeah, they would peg it. They would peg it. Anyway, I wish there was – you know what I wish, Eddie? I wish there was something you could take every day, first thing in the morning, that probably like it aids a hangover. Nothing cures a hangover. Like everyone's so Barocca, but like something that actually – is good for you. What, but like, what do you mean? Like a hydrolyte or broccoli that was good for you? Yeah, yeah. Is in something that was like a multivitamin. Yep. Because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, right? Yeah. Because, you know, do you remember that day where um, I threw up and I couldn't come to work when I called you? And I was like, was it, when was it? A few months ago. And You're I sick a lot, buddy. Yeah, but the one where I told you I booted on the when I was driving Evie to school, I had yes. to pull over and yes. throw up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what that was from? No. I fucking was I, – I, I had too many vitamins. Like, I, I had – You didn't fucking tell me that. Mate, I only fucking realised it afterwards because I was told about, like, if you have too many of the, like, the wrong things. Oh, you had too many. Like, because I had a multivitamin and then I had some fish oil tablets and some other thing and I was just fucking – because oh, I don't know what to do, no, right? No, of course like, you don't. I, and who does? Who the fuck does? So I just had them and, I, and it made me boot. And then I, I didn't throw up for the rest of the day but I just felt off. And then found out it was because I was pounding too many vitamins. I am looking for, excuse me as I burp into the microphone, I hope you couldn't hear that. I couldn't. Well, I was mainly thinking about the listener. But just something that simplifies the process for me. Smack it every day, ideally drinkable, also works. Not as a hangover cure, but maybe something that makes you feel better. That's what well, I Well, it's something to pump you up a bit. Pump me up. Anyway. Maybe clear the mind. A kid can drink. Maybe clear the mind. Yeah, it's true. Listen, if only, Tom. If only. If Ease, only. you know, help stress, relief. Oh, relief stress, maybe clean the liver. Yep. Anyway, kid, kid can dream. dream. Kid can dream. 
Oh, this rosé, baby. It's good rosé. It's fucking... You know what we need to invest in? Just an ice bucket. I know we got cubes, but I wouldn't mind pouring because that thing's not cold. I anymore. tell you what I want, Tom, and I've fucking this. Can I let you in on like my like my my fantasies? Sick, twisted, sexual fantasy. One of my fantasies is if let, let's imagine a, a world where a young Edward Simpson, maybe now a middle aged Edward Simpson, is rolling in do re me. Mm. My kids just fucking wiping just, your ass with hundos. It's like like I'm just fucking. I'm straight up rich. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a rich cunt. Yeah. You know. The first thing I do, and this this might sound odd, but the first thing I do as a rich cunt is get an ice machine in my house that spits out all the fucking ice I need. I need those big, fat, meaty, circular ones. I'd have square ones. I'd have the little cubed ones. I'd have crushed ones. So you'd have all the smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. But I don't have to fill up little trays no, shaking no, no, like no, a leaf. Yeah. I just open the cunt and they're there. It's and funny. I never run out. Has anyone really solved the issue of how – I mean, obviously there are the fridges where you just get cubes, which I guess that technically does solve yeah, the issue. Yeah, but it doesn't solve our it issue. It doesn't solve our issue. But really, I want to have an issue solved where I get all the cubes under the rainbow. Yes. And I because don't have to wig out back to the fucking... Like, mate, there's fucking water all over the ground. There's water. You've got to open the fucking door, then the door shuts. You've got yeah. to open it again. Water all down your legs. you with your feet. Yeah, I know. It's a fucking nightmare. Then there's water all through the freezer. It's, a, it's an actual nightmare of mine. And all I want to do is pull down a drawer and just be able to choose from whatever fucking ice size shape that I like. Because I'm not, I'm not going to... I don't... Uh, it's a horses for courses thing. You don't know what ice you're going to need at any one time. If you're having a techie, big, you. thick ball. If you're having a fucking rosé, you want an iceberg. Yep. You want something that'll sink the Titanic. Exactly right. And then maybe I'm like, listen... Glass of water, three smallies. Three smallies, maybe four smallies. Maybe I like them a little bit bigger for this class. Maybe Slightly a little bit bigger smaller. than a smallie. Exactly. I need mid-range. I need big. I need small. I need... I need, where's my fucking, or get me my, get me my hot Australian sun, 40 degrees, I'm sitting by the pool cube. I need the a motherfucker cube, that does a stayer. not. I need a stayer. Where's my stayer at? Yeah, I need a stayer. I need this thing that's going to burn all night. Yeah. Where is my stayer? And it's long and it's thin and it goes in a fucking cup this big yeah. and it just stays all day. That's what I want. Mm. And if I was a rich cunt, that's the first thing I'd get. I agree, dude. I respect that. Do you respect that? I respect that? the shit out of People that. People get cars and shit. Nah, bro. I'm getting like a fucking all-terrain ice machine. All-terrain. Every color under the rainbow. Thanks for coming. Mate, it's hard to ignore. It's hard to deny. Um, and that just is the truth. It is the truth. I, I, I'm, am, I, am I losing my mind, punters and dribblers? Save me if I'm drowning in my own dribble. But like... Unlikely, mate. Unlikely. That is first in line selection in my all star, all team rich cunt list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe then a house. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. 
As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Now, this is off topic, Ed, because we've been talking about... <laughs> That's off topic. That, that was... That would like that. I mean, I'm a fart guy, so I'm I'm cool with it, with farts generally. But that was you looked at me then. You looked at me, and it was like a sassy fart. That was a sassy like. <laughs> you you fucking punched that one out with sass. That fart had an attitude to it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That yeah. fart was giving me. Lip. It was a mean girl. Yeah, that was a mean girl <laughs> fart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a fart that like clicks when yeah. it says shit. Yeah, out fucking. Out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, some dude at university in Canberra stabbed three people. Now, yeah, obviously that's scat. Can you tell me, Dave? And I heard this somewhere. Couldn't, may not be true. May be true. Alleged, alleged, alleged. Did he get kicked out of the uni previously for attacking people with a bat? I will try. I heard that somewhere very second or third hand, I think. I don't think I read it. But I'm like, Jesus Christ, you attack someone with a bat, you get let back into a uni. That's. You kind of ask them for it then. Well, you're asking for trouble, as they say. Yep. As they say. I don't have any details to hand them. No details. So I will need a young David Bloom to fill me in. 
There might need to be a bit more filler while I read the article. It's all right, mate. Toddler can cut around it. Toddler can cut around yeah. this, Dave. Don't you worry, buddy. Do we think we're going to get Davy Crockett to run the marathon next year? Yes. I think so. Yes, I do. Not I tell chance. you why. No, no, no. I tell you why, Dave. I tell you because a couple of reasons. A couple of reasons. What we're doing with the marathon is we're building a fucking community, mate. Now that community is full of cunts that go can't be done. But now, I now I've found out or found a part of myself that I didn't know existed, and now anything's possible. Right? Did you? Would you say Tobo, the experience has bettered you as a person? And that doesn't mean you were weren't good before. Just more that it's like. You have grown and developed and taken something from the experience in a positive sense. I think 100%. And I thought I had that in mind. After you finish a marathon, life itself kind of gets easier because everything's in perspective of how hard the marathon is. Mm. It provides discipline. It yep. provides fucking um, something to strive for. It sets yep. a goal that when you achieve, you get a sense of fulfillment from. And what do we think, Dave, if we were to say Dave lacks something currently, and I'm not saying he does because we love our little Dave, but if we were to say he lacks anything, do you think maybe it would be like discipline, mm. motivation? <laughs> drive. Drive. He hasn't really had much tough, you know what I mean? Like he's just He needs a bit of tough. Growing up in Vaucluse, his fucking parents look after his dog for him. He goes back out, they wash his clothes. They he goes and meals. sits oh, in the shed every night. Look, goes and sits in the shed and fucking roasts him up. Look, if it makes you feel any better, I actually reckon I could do a marathon. I just don't want to. Well, yeah, well, it's, not it's not about, it's what, not about you what you want. It's about what's good for you. Yeah. Because you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you might just find yeah, what you need. <laughs> well, there's a, we got well a long, said, bro. We've got a long year ahead of us. We'll see how we go. Well, uh, no, 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 no. There'll be no, there'll be no seeing no. how we go. They'll be doing. Yeah. That's what they'll be, punters and dribblers, because next year we're coming back bigger than better and ever. Even if Sydney Marathon don't want us, no. which is unlikely, we'll be there yeah. with bells on. Yeah. Because bells need to be rung, punters and dribblers, on behalf of... Young men and women everywhere. Or if they don't want us, we'll do the Gold Coast Marathon. <laughs> we'll, we'll whore ourselves around. <laughs> but there's lessons to be learnt, young David, and lessons will be learned. What's the furthest you reckon you've run? The furthest I reckon I've ever run, like, <clears throat> wouldn't be more than, like, three to five Ks. So he's going to say, like, three minutes. Well, it's going to be 42.16 yeah. in the next fucking two years, bro. Well, I will say this. Whatever the distance is. If I was to do it, and that's a big if... I'm not doing it uh, as a bet. I'll happily do it for a reward, but I'm not doing it that there's any downside to me if I don't finish. Dave, you need that motivation. No, Trust me, I brother. don't think it I helps. do. No, I don't no, think you, I, I also do. don't think you call the shots. Um, You're not a shot caller. Also, I don't have bodily autonomy over what no, I can do with my not, body. Not as, well, not as it pertains to marathons. Fuck no. Uh, that You'll be forced at gunpoint. Appreciate or maybe we'll just contract. ride it into your next contract. Yeah. It might um, be in a contract. Yeah. And there may be a bet. But maybe your bet isn't to beat my time. Maybe your bet's just to finish, you yeah. know? Mm. Or beat mine. Or beat Eddie's time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you've got to have we'll like three hours. five like, bombs I don't know. Yeah. over the course of the marathon. We'll place – we'll strategically pack billies and leave them around the course for you and you just have to pull over and rip one and keep going. Okay, now we're talking. Now, now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, you're Not hard to motivate, now, are you, mate? Yeah. Not hard to motivate. Um, now, so, we have filled the dead air that you requested. Yes, I almost regret asking for that dead air now. But, uh, <laughs> so there, it, yeah, it has been revealed that in 2017, the attacker uh, 
had a baseball bat and, as you said, sw- started swinging at people in his statistics class. At the time, he was charged with five counts of attempted murder, but a jury found him not guilty because of his psychological condition. Right. Um, and so, it's, so he was a student back then, but he isn't now. Well, you'd hope not. Um, I, listen, obviously, I'm you're sympathetic to him with a psychological condition, but like... Okay, we're not going to charge you with murder because of your psychological condition, but, like, we're also not going to allow you to, like, be around people. How would they do that? Well, I mean, not like around, like not like you can't go outside, but, like, are you allowed back into a uni if you start trying to fucking kill people with a baseball I don't think, bat? I don't think it matters, bro. I think you just walk in. You can't... Def- can't. He was a do? student again. He no, no, I don't he think he was a student again. He's oh, rocked up. He was so a he student was... at the time. I think oh, he just, yeah, he just rocked up. You can't uh, stop fucking people No, you can't stop in. that. I thought he was allowed back into the uni. Are you sure? I mean, I've, again, I'm not saying I would be shocked if I'm right here. I just thought that he was, I thought it was like a student at. You both have the potential to be wrong, know that. Yeah, which is why I'm, you know, inquiring a little harder. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, so he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, the police said it was not yet known how he came to be on campus. Okay. They haven't been able to establish a motive. Uh, they haven't been able to establish his movements and how he came to be at ANU. Okay. Did people die? No. That they're in hospital. There were four victims. I think you might have said three before, but there were. There were. They did originally say there was three, and then later on they said there was a fourth. Jesus Christ, dude! That shit's fucking edge. Very, very. But again, if that was in America, he would have had a fucking gun. Literally, great way of thinking about yeah. it, dude. And mate, you see, like the Ro- you see the Rogans of the world, where they're like, "We've got a mental health problem." Instead of it, it's like, sure, dude. Yes, it's a mental health problem, but there's fucking guns everywhere. Mate. So sure, it's a mental health. It's like a mental health problem disguised as a gun problem. It's like, no, it's both. Unfortunately for the American. And I'm not going to sit here and fucking give one of the great history lessons all the time, although I could. You certainly could. Mate. I certainly could. They are too attached to the idea that guns equals freedom and that the government can't tell us what to do, even though they tell you what to do in many other fucking ways, like speed limits, for example. You know what I mean? Like the fact that they've attached freedom to... The way they try rights. and do it is like if the if the government tried to like fully fucking take over the population. What well, you don't reckon? They you don't just, reckon they just fucking roll into town and tanks. fuck you all up? Well, what about when they were locked? Just because you're a hick with a gun in the fucking bush, dude. Dude, think about when we had lockdowns during COVID. There were fucking army people in Western Sydney rolling around like stay in your homes. Now that was for a pandemic, but. <laughs> Got ya. But like that was for, you know, that wasn't, uh, that was for the pandemic, right? So the fucking spread the virus. But like if they really wanted to, they just go, well, I've got a fucking, we've got tanks, bro. Well, I'm trained. Yeah, I'm a trained fucking killer. What yeah. are you going to do? And if you get, leaky, if you get, if you get really lippy, see those fucking, those planes in the air? Yeah. They start dropping bombs, bro. If that's if you get lippy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but you enjoy your fucking shotgun. I'm sure that'll stop me. Mm. I'm sure that'll fucking put my tank in its place. But it's just another reminder where you're just like, thank fuck we don't have guns rolling around. Although I also saw something that said we've got more guns on the street now or just more guns in rotation now than we did when fucking Port Arthur happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't understand. But it would be about access. Yeah. 
You can't walk into a fucking Kmart, essentially, and just yeah. buy one over the counter without even fucking people blinking an eyelid. No. There's states in America where you can just buy them. I know. Well, like, you see, like, kids... I like, saw you're you- buying a fucking pack of Zupa Dupas, bro. You see, it's... um, I saw a photo of, like, a family some fuck somewhere in America and it was like Christmas and they have the big staircase that winds down it's filled with fucking like uh, what do they call it not mistletoe tinsel tinsel and all that sort of shit um, and they're all standing at the bottom of the thing under their huge tree and they've just all got rifles and the little girl's got a pink one and the fucking kid's got a blue one and you're just like what freedom and that fuck is that freedom and that freedom and that freedom and that freedom and that you can so, have your freedom and that you so this it. is the, the interesting thing about gun ownership in Australia is that the amount of guns has increased since John Howard made the ban, <clears throat> made the ban but the amount of owners and license holders has decreased. So, right, so if you've got a license, you just got fuckloads of them. Pretty much. And it is like a lot of, I think, like farmers and hunters and people out in the country yeah. more so than just like, you know, someone has one in their house who lives I in I get city. scared holding a gun. You're just like, Fuck, this is etched. Dude, in, in Europe, going They're through these airports etched. where, like, there's full-on military dudes with AKs just, like, waltzing through the airport. I shit myself. It's like, fuck, what are you doing? It's a lot of weapon, dude. Just not used to seeing do it. You know, do you know that scares me more than holding a gun? Holding a fucking driver on a tee box when there's people watching. Yeah. Terrifying. But then you go and rip it. Like, then you go and absolutely cream it and you go, oh, sorry, I'm actually not that scared anymore. You know what I reckon, Tom? Don't shoot guns, drink rosé. What do you reckon about that? Yank? Yeah. Or yank. Why don't you put the gun down, bro? Put the gun down and pick up a bottle of Big Day. (laughs) Put down the gun. Yeah. Pick up a bottle of Big Day. Yeah. Big Day (laughs) rosé. What's that that (laughs) image... Is it from the 60s where there's like some chick going and putting fucking like yeah, the flower. flowers in all of the like yeah. soldiers' guns? I think we probably, maybe I think our we, campaign yeah. is like. Is putting rosé. Big day, yeah. like bottles of big day in, yeah. in, in guns. You want to solve world peace? Rosé. Yeah, give peace a chance. Give peace a chance. Don't you want to give peace a chance? At hellosport.shop. 6 p.m. tonight. Give peace a chance yeah. by spending money. On Big Day Rosé. On Big Day Rosé. Which will be donated to us. To us. Also, I'm not ruling As out... As we t- spread the message of peace. Correct. I'm not ruling out a Nobel Peace Prize for you and I this year. Yeah. Based on our work at solving the peace problem. Yeah. We've got a peace problem at the moment. We've got a huge peace problem. It's not enough of it. It's not enough of it. War it's in just- Ukraine... Everywhere else. Wars and shit everywhere else. There's fucking the world. Listen, we're just lucky. We're the lucky country. We are. And it's our job to help solve the world peace problem by spreading the-, the one, one, one six pack at a one time. One six pack at a time. <laughs> by hit, yeah. By- uh, hit, the, sent, hit the link in our bio and hit, solve world peace problem. <laughs> <laughs> you want to solve world peace? Buy six pack a big day, Rose. Yeah. You can spend all day, every day, wishing for world peace. How about you fucking make an yeah. actual step? Yeah, do it. something about it. <laughs> do something about it. <laughs> do something about do it. Do something about it. Be about it. Be about it. Don't just say you're about it. Be about it. Don't just talk the talk, bro. 
You've got to walk that walk. Yeah. Jellosport.shop yeah. tonight, 6 p.m. Yeah. 100% of everything sold will go to us. Yeah. Who put it back into the peace problem. Which is by speaking about it. Yeah. So you're paying for us to talk solve about the peace, peace problem. We'll just talk about it. Yeah. Which is in so facto, in so facto <laughs> solving the peace problem. Tom, I don't want to alarm you. And I'm not in the business of alarming you. You're not an alarmist. You're not an alarm. I'm not an alarm, and I'm not an alarmist, which is someone who lets off alarms professionally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good point. Yeah, as you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> but I'm feeling myself... Slip into silly season. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm slipping, slipping, dude. I'm slipping. I'm slipping. I'm slipping so bad. Don't dude. catch me slipping, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm slipping. I'm slipping, bro. Oh, I'm slipping early this year. Yeah. It's been a fucking long it's rugby league season, long mate. Long season, dude. Holy shit. I am slipping. <laughs> and I don't think there's anyone around to arrest my slip. No, thank you, David. Quite frankly, I don't want anyone to arrest my slip. No, I'd prefer you don't try you know what i mean you know like those you know like those tattoos where you're like if found don't resuscitate <laughs> <laughs> if found slipping, slipping. Don't, don't stop so don't, don't arrest stop me slipping don't stop me slipping <laughs> yeah if found slipping don't stop don't me don't stop me slipping yeah <laughs> Because I've got one of the great slips oh, going all the time, dude. No, no, no. I'm no. in a slip stream, as it were. Yeah, I probably need to touch more. I just need that iceberg <laughs> just to be a... There we go. That's good. Because... Just the tip, Sean. Because not only has it been a long fucking season, punters and dribblers, we also had the ashes, which just drains a man emotionally, It's been a huge sporting year. And I just can't help but feel... Tilders... Tilders, dude, like fucking. Probably call them the Tillies. Tillies, Wallabies. Do we do we go that far? Origin, Origin. I just feel like Biffs. I know it's still September, but I feel like I'm in November. I know there's a couple months to go before everyone's slipping, but there's something about this heat, something about the rosé, something about a long weekend and daylight savings coming up. Put your hand up if you're slipping early. It's just there's something in the air, dude. I don't know what it is. I don't. I can't. Ex- I can't explain it to people, and people can't explain it to me. Like I, I fucking love rugby league, and I'm and I'm back up for this final series. But something happened after Origin that just like sapped me, dude. Listen, finals was good. Finals has been good. We've got three games to go of rugby league. Obviously, there's some World Cup stuff, which is, you know, sure. Oh, not World Cup, but international. But there's something about, like, you know, being excited for the – not for the, ser- the the season to end, but for the end because it means there's a grand final and all of that. That, mate, you see you see me start to – I'm slipping, dude. Seeing I'm, you see seeing, me start to slip. seeing guys start to slip. Like, I'm fucking pumped for Friday and Saturday night, and I'm pumped for next Sunday because that'll be a fucking Well, time. next Sunday's going to be a nice, a big old fucking That'll day. be a lot of fun. But kids slipping. And kids I just sl- felt like I needed to tell you that. Yeah. 
We need to share that. We need to be honest. And listen, you you said it. I felt it. I'm not going to lie. You you articulated my thoughts. Slipping. Slipping. <laughs> now, do you find it in any way, shape, or form surprising that the Tigers have been linked to Michael Checker? No, I don't find it in any way, shape, or form surprising, Tom, because nothing that happens at that club anymore surprises me. No. It just – it can't. Now, I'm a, I'm a Michael Checker fan. Three reasons why. Same. Three reasons why. One, the comp with the Waratahs. Inspired the Wallabies to a World Cup final, which was probably punching above our weight. And his sister sold us a Cobras. And his sister did sell us the Cobras for no 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 discount. Not that we deserved one. But, but, it, was a not, but it was a nice experience. It was a nice experience. She sold us the Cobras and it was a nice experience. And Blundstone boots. For you. Oh, you didn't get and them. for me. No, we both got them. We both we? got them, yeah. yeah. You're right. Which I've worn twice. I use them when I gurney the backyard. <laughs> yeah? Yep. I went to a farm and forgot them and so I walked around the farm in Nikes. Nice. And I felt like a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's it. Upset me because I want. I thought it'd be a nice opportunity to dirty him up, make him look. And like we. And do you put your cube on from time to time? It's yeah, it's in my hallway. But you put it on. Yeah. Where do you wear it? Well, mainly around the in the backyard if it's a hot day. Yeah, nice. bit of sun. Yeah, nice. I want to go and read the paper in the backyard. Cuba yeah, fucking no. Fucking no. Yeah. Anyway, that's why we like Michael Chekhov. <laughs> yeah. But is he a fucking rugby league coach? I don't even, to be fair, entirely understand why he's being linked to the Tigers. Dave, is bit he of background. A consultant. Is he, or is he coming in as first grade? Is he coming in to sit above Benji? Uh, there's no way they do that. So the Tigers have approached him. Oh, you'd say, oh you reckon there's no way? There's no, no way? No, 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 I don't reckon that. No, I don't reckon that. He oh, might yeah. be playing. <laughs> um, yeah, so it doesn't say specifically what role. All it says here is that uh, he was reached out to by the Tigers to gauge his interest in potentially joining the club in an official capacity. That's all we've got. Right. But he, you know, with his rugby league credentials, he was coaching Lebanon. Is yeah. he currently co coaching Argentina? Yeah. yeah. Yep. He was coaching Argentina and Lebanon at the same time. I'm pretty sure, though, that he was a boy-boy for, for, for Lebanon as opposed to, like, tactical coach. I've heard, he, I've heard he's a boy-boy generally. Yeah. I'd heard that in the past, that he, he brings in uh, smart, astute X's and O coaches that, that get the fundamentals right, and he basically walks around fucking boying boys. Which is cool, man. We're boy boys ourselves. But, like, I just feel like the Tigers are a circus. They're just a straight-up fucking circus. I don't know how frequently we've talked about this on the podcast. I can't remember anything we talk about, so apologies. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, there's just no way that the DMCs survive in their current iterations. There's just no way. There's no way that you're going to get two separate fucking boards, two separate clubs, two separate setups in two separate parts of the country 
to agree on shit for that long. It's just not it's not possible. We even had that There's no fucking way we had a conversation. That this dumb setup is gonna last. It's so fucking dumb. It's it's actually the more I think about it, it gets me angry at how fucking stupid it is. Listen, they came last and second last for a reason. We were speaking to friend of the show Ben Teo Episode out now on the SEN apps uh, and also full episode out this Sunday. That's when we were talking about it with Ben Tia. And he was like, when he was at the Tigers, it was noticeable. That was back in 2008 or nine or seven. But 2006 because they won the contest. Oh, yeah, 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 six, seven, eight maybe. And he was like, it was so palpable, the difference between like the, the, the factions. And of course it fucking is. And it still is today. And they probably won't ever survive. But then they also might they get propped up. He's just like... Yeah, it's a waste of everyone's time. I tell you what, yeah, we think we've had a long year. We think we've had a long year, Eddie. If you're a DMC supporter, holy fuck, bro. Especially the Tigers. If you're a Tigers supporter, what a long year you've had. Mate, like, I, you just look at it, right, and you go, they've recruited well. I felt like they recruited well. Coruscant's a fucking straight-up gangster. Bateman. Papaliti can play rugby league football. I don't Bateman's mind a bit of David Clammer. Clammer goes hard. Like... That fucking buller at the back can play Jareem, the game. Jareem, son. He can play the game. Like, I like the cut of their jib. Jareem the dream. But there you've got you've got Benji Marshall, who's coached for fucking one year as an assistant, taking over full time. Shenius the genius is fucked off because apparently it's not 1989 anymore. Apparently Benji, uh, apparently Robbie Farr and David Ferner or Don Ferner, one of the Ferners. The, no, I think it might be David. I think Don's the Raiders. CEO, oh. whatever, one of the Ferners, they're brothers. But Benji, uh, Robbie and and the Fer- and Ferner almost fucking punched on at a game this year. It was David. David. Yeah, because Don's – I thought you were going to ask the, about the – No, Rangers no, no. Though. Apparently, again, reading the papers, they almost punched on. David and Benji. No, Farrah. David and Farrah. About what? Well, listen, uh, fucking who knows. But is David – is he in – He's Don Ferner's brother, but he's a coach of the Tigers. Was. An assistant? Yeah, they fucked him off and they brought in Chris Hyington. Seems like they're just getting all the old band back together again. I don't know if that's how it works. Neither do I. Bo Ryan will be in there soon, friend of the show. Shout out to you, Bo. Big fan of your work, but, like, stick to television. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, save your soul, bro. Save your soul. And now we're talking Michael Checker, what to get in there and boy the boys. Maybe teach him how to play rugby. Too many chefs. How many chefs do you want, mate? Do you know what I mean? You got Benji, you got Robbie, you got Chris Heinsohn. How many other assistants have they got? You got fucking the CEO running his mouth down there. Lee Hadjabatellis comes in and fucking sues everyone. Sues everyone. Shows them the fine art of ambulance chasing. Like, do we need a checker in here as well? Maybe less is more. You know, maybe just adding people to what the about roster. what about someone like Sir Alex Ferguson? Sure, we could get we can get the greatest fucking manager of all time down there. Maybe. What about what about fucking uh, let's Ariane get Titmus's coach? Like, let's oh, get Buzz Aldrin down there, mate. The fucking the first man living on the moon. Like, let's get him down there. What about Ariane Titmus's coach, dude? Oh, he's a boy. boy. Boxel, Dean Boxel. Yep. Can we get Costamato back from the grave, dude? What, do we where? get Cust? Do we exhume Costamato? <laughs> do we exhume him and just have him and fucking? What's it, the- look, it'd be the skeleton of Costamato. Well, do at this we stage, taste it? Think? Well, yeah, probably. Oh, I don't know. And they, unless they fluided him up. No, but, well, they might have. Oh, yeah. 
But well, what even? Maybe if it's maybe just, you walk maybe you walk out to training every day past a skeleton of customata. Yeah, and you just have you know like when you go to a doctor's and they got like a skeleton there. Yep. Skeleton of Customata, and maybe they just play some of his old. Like he's got a he's got a recording voice. Box you know there. what it is. You know what it is. It's movement activated. You walk past, and he goes like, "You gotta want it, kid." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Except you know what we'll do? We'll actually just play the Rock, Rockies coaches shit out of his voice because yeah, as, as if it was Customata. As if it was Cuss. Yeah, but it's actually just the coach from Rocky because I feel like that's a little more inspirational. You gotta want it. You gotta want it, Rock. And you yeah. know what? Fuck. Fucking hard. Anyway, I'm just thinking about other coaches they could bring in. Michael Checker. It's just so Tigers. It really is. I would love to be a fly on the wall as... Do I as a coach? No, no, no. In the board meetings when you've Thought got... Maybe they're like one, well, I'd like to be a fly. Who coaches the Tigers? I'd like to be a fly on the wall this thing. Oh, okay. But I'm not ruling out a fly taking over the, the, the big gig well, at listen, some point. If they notice a fly on the wall, there's every chance they go, mate, do you want to fucking – Do you want to coach? coach? You're, good, if, if, you're listen, a good listener. You're here. You're here. You are here. What's his name? Uh, Louis the Fly from the Mortino. The Mortine oh, Fly. I think they got Louis in the end. Did, Did they? they? Yeah. I thought he was a roach. No, Louis was a fly. And is he dead? I think, I think they got him. Fuck. Bastards. I, uh, he's just, you know, one side of the fucking table – Let's say Balmain, the other tie, uh, other side, Western Sydney. And someone goes, what about Michael Checker? And immediately you can just see half the table goes, fucking love it. And the other half go, that's the dumbest idea I've ever fucking heard in my life. Why the fuck would we bring Michael Checker back of Lebanon for four weeks fame, of noted rugby union coach fame, mm. to our setup? Like, yeah, Alan Jones f- moved around a bit, but that was a long time that ago. That was the 90s, dude. 80s, bro. 80s. Come on. Different time. Different time. People weren't even being paid to play rugby league. It wasn't even profession. You're on the darts at half time back yeah. then. Different game. Different Let's get game. real. If that's if You know what that might be as well? West Tigers go, let's do a reverse Alan Jones. He coached at West and then took the Wallabies on to glory, won the fucking, you know... He won the Bledisloe. They won like the what's the, it the Grand Slam. The Grand Slam. Let's do a reverse Alan Jones and bring an award-winning, trophy-winning rugby union coach back to the Tigers. What's AJ up to these days? Could we bring Alan Jones back? Could we bring Alan Jones back? Yeah, he um, well, he got booted from like Sky and all that, and I think he's just got his own show online now that he does. He's got his own online show. Still writes in the paper. But Jesus Christ, when you're that old, like, why do you even fucking bother? Maybe to keep you going. Have we just come up with the greatest fucking idea of all Bring time? Bring Alan Jones back? Bring Alan Jones back. Where's and, AJ? And the Bears. Bring him back and merge the Bears with him or do we just bring... We can worry about the Bears separately, but I think what the Tigers need is, is Alan, Alan Jones. Jones. And that... Don't get rid of any of the current coaches they have, though. You no, keep no. all of them. Bring in Checker. Bring, bring in Alan, Alan Jones. Jones. Bring, bring in, in Louis the Fly if he's alive. Customato's Bones. Bring all that shit. <laughs> Customato's Bones. <laughs> Louis the Fly from the Mordenard, Dean Boxall just to fucking stand up in the stands and shake the fucking rails. Yep. Yeah, he's a real rail shaker. That's all he that. is. You ne- but you need that. No, of course. You need that in every rugby league show. Well, because you need someone to shake take, the rails. Well, to take the, the spotlight off of the, 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 the person competing. Listen, Especially if, I, if it's the Tigers and the shit, right? You want people not looking at the Tigers when I'm looking at Dean. Listen, if I'm not here and shaking rails, I'm not impressed. Yeah. Simple as that. Alan Jones. That's been sitting right under our nose. 
right under our nose. Yep. And right under theirs. I'm shocked they haven't thought of that. Alan can still do it. Yeah. For sure. He's not. He's only been out of the fucking setup for, what, 40 years, something like that. So we've got Robbie. Well, no, sorry, we've got Benji. When, was he, when did he last coach the Tigers? Would have been only 40 years ago, not that long ago. Oh, I don't know about 40, but in the 30s. Uh, he coached Balmain until 93. Yeah. 30 years 30 ago, years dude. Ago. Not that long, dude. He's, listen, you don't need to have fucking been coaching semi-consistently for that time to know how to coach a football side, given the changes in the game generally. But so if you take... Benji? Did he go? Did he go rugby to West or West to rugby? He went rugby to West. Same setup. That's why Czech is there. I thought it was the other way around. It they're makes more to, sense. You know, it's like trying to remake an old classic. That's all they're trying to do. They're just remaking Ghostbusters. That's all this is. This is. You know what this is? This is Ocean's Eight, but not with chicks. But not with chicks. But it's a remake. It's still a remake. It doesn't have to be with women. Not misogynist. Whereas, no, because there's a, there's a difference between a remake and a sequel. <laughs> Be like Point Break 2. It's Point Break 2 with Luke Bracey, not Keanu Reeves. Correct. But Point Break 2 is better than Point Break 1. Correct. And maybe Michael Checker will be better than bringing back Alan Jones. Alan jo- no, but you still bring back Alan Jones. It's like all those movies where you go like, you also have to have a nod to the past movie where like Alan Jones is in a couple of scenes. Are you suggesting we bring back Alan Jones and Michael Checker to be like a super coach? So like... You've got Alan Jones, then you've got Michael Checker. So Keanu Reeves, Luke Bracey. Yep. Benji Marshall. Benji Marshall. Underneath all of them. Yeah. Love but, it. But, but he's the front-facing head coach. Louis the Fly, I don't know where he fits in, but he's got to have a role. Well, he's just flying around doing a fucking doing the job. Yep. Now, well, let's just park West Tigers for a moment. I think that's a good call. I want to turn my attention to another DMC, the only other DMC, St. George Illawarra. Now, apparently, not only are they moving, not only is um, new coach, help Flano. me. Flano. Flano. Apparently he's moving the training headquarters from Wollongong back to Cogra because he wants to get some sort of identity back, even though half your identity is Wollongong. And I think that's very disgraceful. And Cogra's one of the great shitholes of all time, no offense. That's part one. Interesting. Part two is poor old Benny Hunt. Have you heard his interviews he's been doing? I heard him, dude. I heard heard Have you been hearing him, bro? I heard him. Like, holy shit. They're fucking... They're sad. It's, it's, they're, 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 they're like the notebook, mate. Well, did you hear, did you hear um, Mad Dragon's take on Benny Hunt's yeah, interviews? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I heard it. Heard it. Can we get, can we get Mad Dragon's post up? Yeah. Oh, here's Louis the Fly. Got him. Did you get Louis? I got Louis the floor. Bullshit. You want to coach the dra- oh, you want to coach the on, Tigers? Wax dude? off, bro. Yeah. Do you want to coach the uh the Tigers, Louis the Fly? He's Ask said, him. What's he reckon? Look, he says he'll do it, but I don't know that he wants he doesn't sound like stoked on it. But I don't know what to do with him now. I've just got him in here. I don't know. Crush him. I'm not going to crush the fly in my Crush head. him. I will not do that. Crush him. Now I feel like he's a sentient being and I'm gonna go let him outside. Now the mad dragon here, he uh he got very fucking angry on uh Instagram the other day about this Ben Hunt. How he his caption is how I see every interview with Ben Hunt. So let's just have a look at our old mate here, the mad dragon. He's also got merch. Go look at his Instagram. Please, 
I don't want to be here. I don't want to be at this club. I am being kept here against my will. I am being dragged into 2024 by my hair, kicking and screaming. I don't want to be at this club. Please help me. Help me. He's coming. Yes, I'm really looking forward to the 2024 season with the St George Illawarra Dragons. Hi Shane, everything's good. Please help me. Now I gotta say, it's pretty good. It's pretty good acting. It's pretty good acting. Mad Dragon's got some chops. It's also very accurate. It's probably how most of the players feel. In fairness. It's certainly how Ben feels. It's definitely how Ben feels. Mate, Ben said the other day. But you look at his face at the start of that video there. Look at that freeze frame there. Yep. By the end of it, he's basically whipped himself into a friends. He's almost in tears, Mad Dragon. He, he's got he's chops, as, dude. He, he's got chops. He's as close to in tears as I've seen a man. He's acting superb. He's got a very animated face. Look, Black Cat underscore 3016 says this is Academy Award winning stuff. I'd agree with you. Black Cat underscore 3016 is spot on. Absolutely spot on. Now, Benjamin, while scared, unfortunately for him, has to accept the reality that he is going to be there next year. Is that is that the right fucking call from the Dragons to have your captain who hates the club set in standards? Mate, you think about like going, all right, we'll just force him to fucking be here. It's like next year he's not going to want to be there. And then by the time this all rolls around next year, everyone's going to be like, it's just going to all flare up again. Like, do you really want to deal with this bullshit? Now, the crawls of the world will be like, but he's under contract. I get it, dude. But like players get fucked off all the time. All the time. Yeah, you can't. You got to play both sides. Like coaches get fucked off, and they go, "Well, that's not true, mate." It's like, no, no, no. They go to him and they go, "If you don't fuck off, we're going to put you in reserve grade, and your value goes through the floor." And Crawls' like, Crawls' argument is like, he should have known that when he made the sign the contract fucking two years ago. It's like it's the same thing as re-signing a coach and then fucking him off. You should have known that he wasn't that good at coaching when you or re-signing, re-signing a player or and re-signing fucking him a player off. and fucking him off, right? Like. It makes no difference. If he doesn't want to be there, fuck. Like, do you really want to have the best player on your side? But he's openly getting up in press conferences, like, even the other day, being like, if they... He was like, I'll be here If someone... Yeah, he said that, but he's like, but if someone... If if an offer comes up to get out of here, then I'm... Yeah, I'm I'm taking it. He's like, listen, I'll be going out after I play footy regardless, but, like, if I can get out of here before, I will. He'd go right the Titans... I'd like to see him at the Titans. I'd like to see him at the Titans. Him under and Poppy Dez. Foreign? In the, him and Poppy under Dez. Yeah. I like the look of that. Let him go. Like, Let fuck. him go. As a rugby league fan, as a fan of rugby league. Let him go. Let him go. Let the kid go. go. Let him go. Let's make smart decisions. Yeah. Eyes up decisions. Smart eyes up rugby league decisions. Let Ben go. Ben's done enough for the club. Let him go. 
You know what I mean? You haven't like have you made the final since he's been there? Probably not. That's not his fault. Would you would you have if he wasn't? No, you wouldn't have. Listen. You guys would have come last if you didn't have Ben in your team. So let's be honest. You got spoons ahead of you. You and the Tigers have got spoons ahead of you. And that's just a fact. Sorry, it is. Mad Dragon. Do a live stream with us next year, you dog. There's some rumors going around about Sam Kerr. What I don't know rumors? if you've heard these rumors that she's engaged. Engaged? Engaged, yeah. Wow. Um, to uh, US footballer Christy Mewis. Yeah, that was they had like they had beef, didn't they? Wasn't like the English she was like the ex girlfriend of one of the chicks on the English side. Who's Sam Kerr's Misso yep. is the ex-girlfriend of one of the chicks on the English side. So when we are playing England, it was all like fucking, oh, and she's got an engagement ring on. There's been no official announcement, but this is the photo that sparked. Interesting. Oh, wow. Christy Mewis. Is that, or Muse? Mewis, I believe. The Yank. Mewis, yeah, Yank. Jesus Christ. Imagine if you could splice their DNA type of football you'd have. You'd have a footballer on your hands. You'd have a fucking footballer on your hands. Can they do that yet? That looks, that reeks. That's a rock. That's a rock. That's a rock right That's a straight up rock on the the left arm, the left hand, punters and dribblers. Congratulations, Sam Kerr. So where do you wear your wedding ring? I haven't got it on, but on the left. (sighs) Where's your wedding ring? I take them off. Whatever. Do. It annoys me. And while I don't train in it. What hand are you meant to wear it on? Is it is left. it is it left? It's Sometimes left. I feel like there's like different re- like people who wear it on the other side. Is yours on your nor you? No, nah, not really. I'm used to it. I mean, like I just fiddle with it, but like. So interestingly, that tradition of wearing it on the left hand on the what we now know as the ring finger, the fourth finger, comes from a Roman belief that there was a vein in that finger that ran directly to the heart. That's so. Like, that's such a thing that people thought before science existed. Like, modern medicine. Have you seen that TikTok thing that's going around about um, how often do, like, men think about the Roman Empire? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it might be promotion for a Roman, like, empire documentary on Netflix. But that's by the by. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? It's actually funny. I've never seen that. Not... Infrequently, yeah, you know what I mean. Not like, infrequently. Not in, it comes up enough where I'm like, "That's a pretty good fucking shout." I reckon I'm at the moment like, "What's what's like got me by the brain?" Like, what's got my brain rather? World War Two. I'd be I'd be daily on World War Two right now. But Roman Empire. I come in and I come out. I'm not a history guy at all. Like I don't really. I could care. be. I could be. I could be. I could be doing. I could be doing weeklies for sure. Where I'm at now, I'm probably, probably a monthly guy. You? Uh, yeah, I'd say I'm probably monthly. Maybe even bi-monthly, but it's again, it's fortnightly. like fortnightly. I'm not like um, or bi-monthly or fortnightly. Well, you'd say either. Probably fortnightly makes more sense. Um, mine isn't sort of like. Thank you through like some overwhelming historical interest in it either. Like, as I said, I'm not a big history buff, but like, to be honest, mine's often going to be like Coliseum-y sort of shit. For sure. Like that's where my 
uh, my Roman Empire thought process is coming. I was, I did find myself the other day uh, looking up fucking emperors, dude. Like Marcus Aurelius considered like the last, I think it's called Pax Romana or something, the last of the great fucking, uh, the peacetime emperors. Then you had Commodus, his son, full-blown fuckwit. He got assassinated, and then there was a lot of pigs after that, I think. But there was five in a row that were like, or there was five in a period that were like, it was chilled, really relaxed stuff. Nice time to be alive if you're Roman sort of thing. Yep. Then a couple of piglets came along and ruined everything. Such is life, right? Not to quote the great Ned Kelly, but such is life, you know. Shout out to Ned. And also Ben Cousins. Was, was, was uh, Ned Kelly... How old was he when he carked it? Like, was he... Finger to the air, I'm going to say he was like 27. 27 club. You reckon Ned's in the 27 club? I don't know if he's in the 27 club. I'd like to believe he is. I think he's probably in his 20s. Why was he so famous? Because he was a bush ranger, dude. No, I know. Bush rangers were dope. But he wasn't wasn't just a bush ranger. I think the thing that really set him apart from the other ones was that he was a literate, very well-spoken, kind of more empathetic sort of bush ranger who would treat his hostages with respect but have contempt for the government and the police, which is why he became such a popular figure. Was he born in Australia? He was born in Australia, yes. Wasn't he he of like Scottish or Irish descent or something? uh, Yeah, Irish descent. And both his parents were, I think, wronged by police when he was young, which is why he had such strong feelings. Did Did he ever get shot in the helmet? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I reckon. Shout out to the dribbler who made these for us, got baggy greens for it. Um, one of them's actually broken and needs to be fixed. I can't. They're they're very hard to wear on the head. I gotta say, got a lot of time. I got a lot of respect for Ned Kelly to be able to rock this bitch. He would have had to have had padding in there, dude. Something like that, maybe some hay. Could have also been made of lighter metal. This is fucking. It's heavy going. It's heavy. Like, it's fucking heavy, and it's a cunt to wear. It's actually. I'm sorry. It's like it's an absolute cunt. Wear. Probably better than getting shot in the head, though, right? Well, it's probably why you and I don't wear them as often as we probably would have. Yeah, is that they're so fucking tough to wear? Yeah, the cra- I'm not. I'm not even knocking the craftsmanship. The craftsmanship, the craftsmanship is unbelievable. It's, this isn't a craftsmanship issue. This is a comfortability issue. Comfortability. This. How does this feel in my head? Sort of situation. You know what I mean? Now, I have absolutely no fucking clue where I'm at. You were guessing how old he was when he died. How old? Eddie, did you want to have a guess? Tom saying 27. 27, 28. 31. He was a month shy of his 26th birthday. So he's young. Squeezed a lot of life in. Squeezed a lot of life. I don't know where we were at before that. Sam Kerr. No. No, no, no. no, no, Roman Roman fucking Roman empires. Ancient Rome. How often do you boys think about the Roman Empire? Not, I'd probably, yeah, monthly, bi-monthly when it comes up, but I'm more of like a recent history guy. I feel like it comes up a lot when you hang out with Sebo. Oh, fuck yeah. You, you can't help it there. <laughs> so I think it's probably almost weekly. He's a big Great Wall guy as well. Mm. Loves all that kind of stuff. How? What sort of modern history are you thinking about, Dave? What do you think? Culture Talking, wars. Well, culture not, wars. Not that exactly right. You know, culture wars. 1908 Russian revolution. Blue hair culture wars. Oh, you're a 1908 guy. Well, a bit of that, bit of, you know, Lenin, like... Lenin, Trotsky, Vietnam, Stalin, all the boys. Bit of, you know, Chile in the 50s. 
So that there was just the sorry in the seventies there was just Are the fiftieth anniversary of that. sort of shit. Who's that? Motorcycle Diaries. Who's that guy? Che Guevara. Yeah, Che Guevara. But uh, yeah, Castro. Well, more Sal- Salvador Allende, who was replaced He's- in a coup that the U.S. organized by Pinochet. A coup d'état. Have you seen Fidel fucking when they're like, mate, show us, your, show us your bulletproof jacket? He's like, bang, I don't wear one. He's just sucking on a cigar. Do you know was, how many they, times? Uh, how many attempts on his life were yeah, there? It's like, it, the number is staggering. Staggering number. And did he just die of natural causes? Yeah. Assassination attempts would be like in the thousands, I think. Uh, it's over 600 documented. Right. Jesus. And he was also like not a recluse. He was walking around. There's videos of him playing basketball with soldiers and stuff. And this isn't this isn't like this isn't like fucking farmers and shit, like unorganized, you know. And I'm sorry to shit on farmers, I'm just this example I've come up with. It wasn't like an unorganized bunch of ruffians trying to kill him. I'm talking about the US military. No, this is yeah coordinated that, attacks. That yeah. number, which is six hundred and thirty-four, is only CIA assassination attempts, Fuck. not by anyone else. Yanks, dude. Yanks. So Fidel was a goer. Kid was a goer. He'd run a marathon. Oh, he'd run a couple of. Yeah. Now, um, now I'm getting inspired. Huh? Now I'm getting inspired. There you go. There run you it go. for Fidel, mate, if you want. You can wear a fucking... You run it for Fidel. Hat. Get out there, run it for Fidel. Uh, let's dribble. Let's dribble. Let's dribble, David. These fans are drying out my eyes. Man, uh, Uwe Boom Dribbler here. Uh, it's been a minute, but I had to pause the podcast to uh, call in. Um, just on the uh, up the wires rhetoric. Um, look, that's, I can tell you right, right now, first and foremost, that has been around for a lot longer than people think. I was hearing my Kiwi mates from Christchurch and stuff say up the wires fucking four years ago. Um, it, and I let the uh, New Zealand community confirm that. But um, along with things like um, we're going to go get some pizzas, uh, we're going to go get some zars. Um, things like that. Um, I've been hearing that for years. I've been hearing up the yard, uh, up the up the wires when we're going to watch the Warriors or the Warriors are playing. Uh, so uh, yeah, I don't think that's a new thing. I think for the NRL community, it's a new thing that's kind of caught on. But uh, I just wanted to clarify that, man. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but let's go. There you go. There you go. Now I've got yeah. it. It's I'm, fish. I'm not going to argue it because I would never fucking clue. Well. It was only because when we were getting the jumpers made, the political jumpers yep. that have nothing to do with rugby league. No. Um, and we were just curious about what people from Auckland. New Zealand. New Ze- well, but Auckland specifically. It's called the New Zealand Warriors. True. It's a great point. Well, it's called the One NZ Warriors. But, but, but if we're looking. That's a sponsorship. But if we're looking specifically at the electorate of Auckland. Mm. Sure. Just quickly, hotline number 0281232100 if you want to call. Uh, point is, we got a lot of Waz feedback. Almost made it sound like it was, it's was. it been a thing for a while. Yeah. Not just the fucking one year that the, the man would have you believe. Yeah. G'day, boys. Dog Treat Dribbler here. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Bringing in with a, uh, I'm not sure if it counts, but a brush with a lame. Uh, anyway, way back when uh, a friend of mine was throwing a house party down uh, down in Kelkel, and I was in a bit of strife. I'd had a snack pack earlier that day. I was not in a good way, uh, intestines-wise, and uh, I found myself, as one does, planted on the toilet, killed over, just absolutely unleashing. Um, anyway, I, I got it out, but I had clogged the shit out of the dunny, so 
I, I did the natural thing and started telling everyone that my mate had done it and everyone bought it. So happy days, no issues there. But anyway, a few years later, uh, they sold that house and I found out, well, guess who bought it? That's right. None other than DCE. So I guess that means that I've used DCE's home throne. And well, not only that, I actually gave it a decent beating and clogged it. Anyway, do with that what you will. Go Manly. You've clogged DCE's shit up. That's no, that's you claim that. Can it doesn't have as much gravitas if you clogged it before he owned it. No, but it still holds some gravitas. Like if you'd walked in and at the time of owning it, it was DCEs and you gave it a thrashing, different story. Completely different. We're telling different stories. Way different stories. Not the same story. No. In fact, you could argue completely different. Very different stories. Um, But listen, the idea of thrashing DCEs toilet at any stage is still pretty cool. It's not nothing. Nah. I respect it. Are you listening to that, Skip? What do you reckon? Let, Let us know. Is it still clogged? Yeah. Has it ever been the same? Well, you'd never know. Yeah, but sometimes you might get a feel for performance. Maybe you need to get it repaired. This thing's underperforming. Get in there. You know and what I mean? This thing's, this this thing's underperforming. Out. Thanks, bro. Ah, uh, Bunker Dribbler here, boys. How are you? It's been a while since I've been on. But anyway, what fucking really gets you going, right? Hot bird, hot, walking a dog, and then has a big drawback on a diary. Like, fucking outstanding. I haven't smoked a cigarette for about 26 years, but just watching her draw back and just letting it go, I just went, well... You know, that's a, that's a seven or eight. And then once you did that, I went, you're a fucking nine. You are fucking nine and a half. Draw back, tanned in the sun. Ah, oh, fuck. Anyway, doesn't sound dodgy. Rabbits, 13th class. Enjoy your day, boys. Love yous. Look, I... He likes a bird that punches a dart. I'm not going to – I'm not. what I'm not going to do, Eddie, is sit here and, and uh, promote cigarettes. Certainly not for free. But I agree that in certain circumstances, a dart can be hot. Not just anywhere because they can also be fucking disgusting. But someone having a dart in a certain circumstance can be very sexy. This is not a pro-dart segment. For free anyway. Never, not for free. Not would it? Nor would it be anyway, right? Certainly not for free. Certainly not for free. Nor would it be anyway, but definitely not for free. Definitely not for free. Now, if you're sitting in a tuxedo in a nice setting, punching on a lunger, that looks that can look cool. Potentially in black and white. Like if James Bond, fresh off the job, if you know what I mean, lights laying up in a, bed, laying in a bed, out. chest out, bird, couple of birds on him. And he's punching a da- uh, a dari, looks all right, doesn't he? This hot bird apparently got way hotter in this guy's book because she's punching a dari. French chick in yep. France in a back alley somewhere or on a beach, yeah, bikinied up, having a dart, yeah. You can, know what I mean? That's hot. Leather jacket sort of stuff. Potentially, well, depending on the weather, Dave. If it was in summer, a leather jacket would be an. Listen, listen, listen. 
you could argue Winter, too much. Yes. You could argue too much clothing if it's hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Leather jackets too much. She'd be sweaty. It'd look weird. He'd be sweaty too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Both people are sweaty. But if it's in winter, hundred percent. Now we can start looking leather. Now we can start going leather safely. Again, not an ad for Big Dart. Okay, so Tom and I can't. Tom and I don't smoke them anymore. No. Not our cup of tea. Not our racket. But you can. You can look. I cool. don't, listen, you can look cool swinging a dart, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here on my own podcast and lie. I'm no. not gonna do it. And you can look hot, but I don't do it because it's a disgusting habit. It's foul. It's fucking foul. It's gross, but can look really hot. Can look hot. Doesn't take away from the fact that it's fucking foul. And I don't smoke anymore. Certainly not for free. You'd smoke them for a price. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying I don't smoke them for free. Hey, boys. Uh, first time caller, long time listeners, the Brisbane Broncos dribbler. Um, following up on the back of the Dill Buckley podcast, you guys are saying he donated a bunch of merch. Got a little story about that. It, you guys said that it kind of clicked in my head. So I'm walking on my same usual route that I do every morning. And I just see this homeless guy, and he's walking. And I'm like, does that fucking say Dior? Hmm. And as he got closer, I'm, I'm staring at this bloke like you can imagine, like in shock. And I'm like, it is a fucking Dior jumper. And I look up, almost staring at me. He goes, what? I'm like, oh, fuck, sorry, mate. I just didn't know you were a dribbler. He's like, I'm not fucking dribbling. Oh. And I was just like, oh, turn my head. I was like, oh. I just kept walking. And I was like, how the fuck did that guy get a hold of the fucking Dior jumper. And then, yeah, it all clicked. You guys must have donated some shit and it's found its way up to some fucking salvos up in Queensland. Listen. Uh, good on you. Helping the homeless forever. Broncos premierships also forever. Yep, that's about it. I'm going to let you know a little secret. We sold probably 20 million of those Dior jumpers. Now... At that stage in our careers, in our merch careers, we were also greedy little guts, and we ordered $40 million. No, we didn't order that many. Well, we ordered more than we should have. We sold $20 million and we got 21 Sure. That's, that's more accurate. So we had a million jumpers to fucking offload, which... In the context of what you sold is fuck all. But in the context of street jumpers, it's a lot. So you're seeing a lot of homeless people rocking Dior jumpers now. We do that with everything. The reality is we sell out of everything, unfortunately. And I think we blame Dior Dave for this, is that it had his name on it. But it's also a good thing because now we get to give back. Listen, listen, we, we always hold a couple, a, a couple back in case of uh, what we like to be referred to as Ozpo's fuck-ups. That's not a shot at Oz Post. It just it's a reality of the world, right? There's always a couple. We hold a few back. And then once we're all said and done, we'll either hand them out for free or we'll donate them. On this occasion, we had a few more than we usually do to usually donate. A couple more. We get on the blower. I can't remember. Threads together, maybe it's called. Great people. Great, great people. Great people. Great people doing great things. Threads together, I think. They came, picked them up, and I was I was Boy, to hear, Tom, that they've gone not only to people that live in Sydney, but Melbourne, Brisbane, I'm hoping Perth, I'm hoping Tassie gets cold down there, spreading the love, homeless people looking for looking for warmth. Yep. Now, not blaming Dave. For stealing our word? 
well, Dior was ours. We basically invented it and then he co-opted it. And then people were like, I don't want to side we did with call, communism. We, but we call him Dior, Dave. I know he did. So it's our fault too, but it's his fault. We could have sat on him and just sold him one at a time for the next 20 years. We decided, no, let's give them to the needy. Yep. Let's not be greedy. Let's not be greedy. Let's give, give them to the needy. And we did that. Am I a stand-up guy? Sure. Your words, not mine. Well, by that logic, wasn't it then me donating the jumpers? No. no. Incorrect. Because mm-hmm. you didn't know. fucking pay for them. Agreed. So. Disagree. You're you didn't communist. pay for them. You're a communist. Exactly. You're a commie. You don't believe in anything, mate. I, you don't believe in donating. I, I believe in equity and equality. No, you don't. You don't believe in... I believe in... You believe in authoritarian house. rule, mate. Yeah, you believe yeah. that no one should have paid for you believe in the elites no getting every, You believe in the elites getting everything and everyone else fucking sh- shot up for the scrap. Gets shot. Tell That's me, your mantra. Tell me you have no idea what communism is. Communism oh, you can't is. even uh, say the word. Yeah. Can't even say That's the word. That's how complicated an idea it is. Can't even you say the word. your tiny little brains around it. Can't even say the word. What an idiot. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, bro. That's what I know. Yeah, because that never happens under capitalism. You heard of the Great Purge, bro? Yeah. You heard of the Great Leap Forward, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Both under what rules? Yeah. Yeah. Communism. Yeah. You're welcome. I don't know what they're talking about. I haven't heard of either of them. Oh, Stalin just ran out fucking couple hundred thousand people and see you, bro. It's a couple hundred thousand in a year. Nothing. Has communism ever worked at any point ever? No. Okay. Cool. Has capitalism ever worked at any point yes. ever? Yes, it has. So you call Been this to Australia, working? bro? Yeah, you call this working? Fucking nice. Oh, so Australia's success has nothing to do with its uh, universal health care, the fact that we had free education for a long time. And capitalism working pretty the, well, bro. Pretty well. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's definitely not the socialist That job of yours is pretty we, uh, good. pretty well, bro. That job you've got there is paying for Pre- the bongs pretty Pretty nice. Pretty yeah. nice. I don't bro. know. I think you asked all of those people we donated. If to you got rationed weed, dude, you'd be in big trouble. Cones you're punching felt pretty mm-hmm. nice in your lungs. Paid I feel for like if you asked all those people that pig now own Dior jumpers thanks to your good deeds, they might not agree that capitalism's well, working. Are you saying it's their fault that they're homeless? I'm not saying anything about their homelessness. Mm, some of them would. Some like of them it. would be their fault. Plenty of homeless people in China. Plenty of homeless people in Russia. Do you know how many homeless people there were in Russia under communist rule? Most of them. Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Most of them. Mate, they're right. they on, on, on we go. On we go. On we go. Hey, boys. Two Point Dribbler here. Just giving you a buzz. I thought you didn't uh, really like this story. So hopefully Dave keeps this one in. But um, I'm a builder in Newcastle, currently working on a site in town. Um, been doing it for a few months now. Uh, found out, you know, it's a restaurant where we've been doing um, for a big builder who I'll get to in a minute but um turns out that i'm the the restaurant we're working for is actually a place from dubbo a little joint called the uh indian resto bar oh. so they are they are coming to newcastle which means you don't have to drive all the way to dubbo to get your fix of indian and everyone in newcastle gets a shout as well the other thing is the bloke the builder sorry we're actually um working for or the bloke supplying it all is actually nick politis so I don't know if that means Nick Polaris listens to your show and has taken your reference in and wants to build a resto bar in Newcastle, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Does Polaris own the resto um, bar? Yeah, so a bit of synergy there, boys. Uh, shout out to Big Taste in the Tasty Boys, and I'll uh, catch us around. I want Indian for Hang now. on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's just fucking whoa up here, bro. Is the Dubbo India resto bar 
Are they branching out to Newcastle and Politis is funding it? Is that what you're telling me? Well, let's get Stalin to Google it. I'm, I'm trying. It's, I mean, there's not too much when you Google Indian Resto Bar Newcastle. It just gives you like the top Indian restaurants. Well, it hasn't opened yet. No, it hasn't. So maybe they're not writing articles about it. But have they stolen the name or is it the same people? I wonder where that name, is that like a, could you copyright that name? Is re- what's a Resto Bar? Like, is that a name that's like an invented word? It sounds Indian. It's, it's a, but it sounds like something that's a generic name as opposed to like, like rest, is a resto bar. Is a resto bar a house? I don't know. Doesn't sound Indian. Yeah, it does. Sounds, it kind of sounds English to me. Resto bar sounds yeah, English? Yeah. Resto bar. The name of that word doesn't sound Indian. Just, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying it doesn't sound Indian. Doesn't sound English to me. Does, like, you think about an Indian person's name, like Dinesh. You know what I mean? Like Resto Bar doesn't sound like an Indian name. Yeah, maybe. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying, again. What's a Resto Bar? It's essentially an establishment resembling both a bar and a restaurant. English. Nah, bro. It's Indian, bro. It's Indian, bro. Nah, it's fucking Indian, son. <laughs> you know what's Shut done, up, you know Dave, what's done me Indian. You know what's done me in? What? That the resto bar I know <laughs> is Indian. Indian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you couldn't copyright the name resto bar. So we actually have this sounds like this sounds like Politis is starting his own resto bar. Yeah. He's got wind. He's like. got wind. He's got wind the cunt. Should we start our own resto bar? I'd like to now. Fucking Nick Politis is in on the on the bloody gravy train. On the take, mate. If a billion, if it's good enough for a billionaire who sniffs his way around value, it's good enough for me. Do we start a resto bar in Sydney? Sydney resto bar, Sydney Indian resto bar, or the India resto bar Sydney. in Sydney? Yeah, just got the Indian resto bar. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney, or just India resto bar. Yeah, fuck the Sydney bit. Yeah, fuck it. And we serve Indian cheesy garlic naan that'll bring Jesus back from the dead. We bring we sell butter chicken, uh, like Rogan Josh. Yeah, butter chicken that'd go down on you for a week if you ask for it. Butter chicken that can make you multiple. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like back to back. Yeah, like no breath sort of stuff. No, 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 multiple gas, and I'm not talking of the lion persuasion. Yeah, we're talking back to backs, ladies. Yeah, and gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, let's keep going. Rest of art, not Indian. In name. Well, it's restaurant and bar crossed together. Combined, yeah. One more. One, one more. more. Last one. Kids out of puff. So am I, actually. The rosé. Kids out of puff. I'm done. Is good. But kids out of puff. Tom, Eddie, to your punters and dribblers. I had a thought come in my head today. I was thinking to myself, what would be the biggest possible animal you could fight against and survive? So like a fight for the death, pretty much. But it would be like the biggest version of it. So, like, if you were fighting a gorilla, it would be a silverback gorilla. Would you be able to survive against the silverback gorilla and win? No. Cheers. No, you wouldn't. How the fuck would you survive against a silverback gorilla? They fucking... What With are a we... gun? Can you have a gun? Well, yeah, sure. If I've got a gun, I can take on anything. Well, I don't understand what he's suggesting. Is he suggesting that you outwit one? No, you I can't his, outclimb him. His question, I, th- I don't know where he was going with the silverback one because you're not beating that, but his question was, 
what is the biggest animal you could fight that you reckon you could beat? Okay. With what? Just with your bare hands. Let's go with bare hands. Bare hands? Yeah. Mono e mono. Yeah. Mano e mano? Yeah. The biggest thing I could beat? Probably a golden retriever. Well, specific, yeah, but they like even if they bit you, that'd fucking they could fuck. You could up. take a golden retriever. I couldn't. That'd be about. The, that'd be about. They're too cute. I don't even know if you could take a fucking. I'm talking size here, dude. Thirty five kilos. Yeah, about that. but like they're a dog bite. You know they'll get you, but you probably just you know choke them out. So you choke them out. No, choke them. yeah, you rear naked choke them. You know the drill. Get your fucking triangle lock in there. In terms of called. other animals, what could I be? What's it called a fucking body lock. Like choke a, them out. I don't know, like a wombat or something. Wombats will fuck you up too. Wombats would be hard to kill, dude. With your like, bare hands? How would you kill a wombat with your bare hands? No, that's what I mean. You try to kick him and shit. Like, there's nothing you can really do. You pick up a log, but like. Bare I don't hands? actually I don't actually reckon that you could beat a wombat. You'd have to, and this is sounding like really I'm talking I'm You'd have talking, to break its legs. No, I'm talking hand to hand combat. No, but that's what you have to come you'd have to come in, mount it from behind and snap its legs out of the and side. Just let it, it. And just let it bleed out. Well, no, you just, to just disarm it, and then you'd get to, like, fucking ripping it apart. Wombats can weigh up to, like, 35 kilos. Dude, wombats are fucking huge. They're yeah, dude, solid. you have to fight to the death. You have to do some rogue shit. You have to snap their legs out and then, like, rip their heads open. I'm not saying it'd be You easy. wouldn't be able to do that. No way. No way. Not how, a wombat. How, how do you kill it, then? Wombats, well, I don't think you could. Wombats Rip its eyes out, stick no. your hand up its ass. Mate, you see wombats. If you stick its head, your hand up its ass and just start pulling all the guts out. No, no way. You could do that. No way. Mate, why, I've, why couldn't I've, you do that? Mate, because I've fuck, you see wombats that have been hit by trucks on the side of the road, dude. They're in one fucking piece. Yeah, bro. but if you fucking. They're in one piece. Listen. You're not going to start fucking ripping guts out, mate. Listen, no way. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. No Eddie, way. Eddie, listen to me. I need you to listen right now. Are you listening? Now. Obviously, this hypothetical town, Peter, get out of our fucking, get off our backs. That's P E T A, not Peter. Not Peter. Not, Peter's not Peter Parker. No. Or just Peter's. Is Peter a disciple? Uh, not Peter Parker. Not Peter Parker. He was Spider Man. Uh, you get on the top of this wombat and you, their arms are, you know, they're quadrupedal, snap their fucking arms out and they're like, you got to break all their legs. So you immobilize them. Be yeah. cool, dude, because the fucking wombat's come having its way with you as well. The wombat's got a couple of triggers for Is a wombat going to be able to kill you, though? No, but you're making out like this wombat's fucking... If you're in a wombat in a room, right, he can't run into a hole, you can't run into yeah, a but, hole. Yeah but, then, yeah, but then the wombat's goes, all right, bruh, let's fucking... Let's, let's dance. Let's dance. Yeah. And that wombat's got a couple of its own tricks, mate. Maybe he wants to break your legs. <laughs> you ever might... think about that? Yeah. Look yeah. at this thing, dude. Yeah. Wombats are good to go, bro. They got claws on them. He'll claw the fuck out of you. If he hits an artery in your leg, done. See you later. That's why. Game you, over. That's why. Game yeah, over. I know. And you're fucking rolling around all, good, all the time in the world to no, break this wombat's legs. I'm talking about I tactics. Reckon you I'm game planning. You don't have time, mate. I'm game I'll give planning. You a tip. You're on, the, you're on the back of a big wombat trying to reach its legs. You ain't reaching its legs. Okay. No way. So you think you can't kill a wombat? I'm saying, I reckon it's a 50-50 call. I right. reckon it's a huge call. And what I'm saying is if you are tasked with killing a wombat. I don't reckon you could. You're saying it's 50-50. Now you're saying you don't think you can. Now I think it's like 55-45. Okay, sure. But if you're going to do it, this is how I think you have to approach it. You've got to at least break one, probably two of its legs. I think you got to go eyes first. Sure. So he doesn't know where you're coming from. Yep. I like that idea too, but you've got to get on his back first. Let's ruin its eyeballs. Let's pop them out. We're going to have to snap at least two of their legs, I think. Then, hand up the ass, rip their guts out. Gut work. Yeah. Don't you reckon that's a play? No. 
How do you kill a wombat? What's your game plan? Look at that wombat, dude. I don't know if I've got one. Give me your game plan. I reckon your eyeballs. Eddie, you have to go in with a game plan. Eyeballs, right? And then just just evade and just let him run out of puff. He'll Wait, puff. Pray for him to go to sleep. He'll, no, he'll puff out. He's got no eyes. So He's yeah, bleeding and shit. So you just take his eyes and leave him to die? Yep. But what about you only get Because I'm not risking those. I'm not risking those claws. But you're only able to leave the room once it's dead. I'm not risking those claws, Tom. But you're only able to leave once it's dead. I'm not risking those claws. What if you die before it dies just by waiting in the room? Like if I had a fucking pair of like nail clippers in there, I could clip them up first. I feel much better about the situation. But that's not the way it goes. No, but if I did. Mate. But if I did. But your now, survival I'm, relies I'm, on I'm, that I'm, thing I'm being wor- dead. Can I be honest with you? I'm pursued, like I'll be really honest with you. I'm worried about blood loss, dude. Yeah. This wombat, this wombat's clawed up. He'll cut you up. This, this wombat is clawed up. Yeah, he'll cut up. you up. I also reckon he's got a tighter nose. I don't. Re- I reckon he's going to struggle to get guts out of that. Thing. You don't think you're going to be able to? Well, well, they got square asses. What does that mean? You know, wombats- Google wombat's asshole right now, Dave. I want to see what we're working with. Can you get a fist in there? Because <laughs> you know they make square poos, right? I respect you for right and wrecked them. <laughs> well, you, I, you can't even see a wombat's ass. They do have square poos. That's yeah, good for a fist because their like intestinal tract is cubic or something like that. Is that right? It might. God, be. they're cute little things. Yeah, that one scratching be. itself. And again, I just need Peter to know, and not Peter. Uh, Peter, I have no desire to kill a wombat. Dude, they've got supersonic detector thingies. <laughs> yeah, but the, thingies. <laughs> I don't think this is an accurate diagram. They've got they've oh, got no, a bite proof skull, skull crusher of a butt. Well, wait, that's actually a bit of a thing about their butt. They use it to like knock things and attack things. If they're attacking someone, they'll kind of swing around and whack people. Yeah, so you're not you're not pulling ass. you're not pulling guts out of that butt, dude. There's no way. It's not happening. Imagine if it broke your wrist inside its asshole. Yeah, it snapped it. You bang. think you're you think oh I'm gonna this is the finishing yeah. movie snaps your arm. Yeah, all of a sudden your arms come off, or at least it's broken. No, and no, it's come off because you squeeze it and it's pulled it off. And they can get up to speeds of 40 k's an hour. Yeah, they're quick. They got wheels. They're way quicker than you. So, but like, have we not? Have we not fucking escaped the sort of uh, the sort of environmental life cycle where we can't kill a wombat bare hands? I think you'd have to be able to. Maybe you just got to start fucking horse horsing it. You got to bash the shit out of it. Dude, their skulls, dude. Their skulls are. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's all you really got at the end of the day is a fucking is your fists. If you can't, if you can't rip its guts out. You gotta bash that thing. I don't want to bash a wombat, dude. Look up, look, look, look up and see how many people have died from wombat attacks. Yeah, how many people do wombats kill? Do you know what they do in their um in their burrows? I think for like small animals, if they're in there, they get the the animal like above them, and then they push up on the roof of their burrow and crush them. Wombats violent attack on Dubbo lady, Dubbo, Dubbo family. family. Wow, twenty twenty, dude, attacked by a terminator. Lucky to be alive. Hold on, go back up quickly. Oh, no, no, hang on, no, no, go, go down, down for a sec. Go down, down for one second. A family in New South Wales, Central West, so they are lucky to be alive, Tom. Listen to this. After they were viciously attacked by a Terminator-like wombat. So we're talking I'm about like an, you, an Arnold Schwarzenegger These wombat. These things don't fuck around, bro. Janet Ambrose, 78, lives in the bush near Dubbo and regularly interacts and ca- uh, cares for native animals. She's been living on the property for 40 years. Janet is no strange iconic marsupial. She was delighted. Keep going. Just moments later, Janet discovered this particular wombat she was interacting with is out for blood. He looked up at me and just dived 
to get past me and I held him for a time while screaming out to my 11-year-old great-granddaughter not to let him get near you. And then he started biting me. He He bit pieces of my leg and so she ran to help. Meanwhile, he was biting me up to my knees. She's got the whole leg in the mouth. In fairness, though, she was 78 and probably not in any nick to punch on with a yeah, fucking Yeah, but he, but he made light work of her. Yeah, because she's 78. You could bite as up As soon as the animal locked eyes on Kim, it rushed and knocked her over before viciously ripping into the back of her legs. Dude, this thing's fucking no joke. How'd they kill it? Uh, let's see. Hold on. After realizing the fan was under attack from the bloodthirsty beast, she sprang into action, grabbing a plank of wood and hitting the wombat. Okay. So that's not hand-to-hand. So without that plank of wood, they could have been in huge trouble. It's like he knew at a bite. He was in for the kill. He was totally in for the kill. Yeah. There you go. Four generations of women fend off <laughs> berserker wombat. Four generations of women can't go fucking toe-to-toe with this thing, dude. Listen, I... Four like, generations, Tom. I'm start, Listen, I'm starting to get in Camp Wombat. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm Camp Wombat here. We couldn't bash a wombat. Not to death. You could try. I'd give it a fucking red-up crack, but I think you'd be in huge trouble. Janet Two Rand- men helped hold, Kim hold the wombat down as Janet Rendell grabbed an axe and put an end to the animal's reign of terror. They needed an axe and two men pinning it down. That's why I'm thinking, you're telling me that a fucking pissed off golden retriever couldn't take you down? It's about rolling her over and choking. I think you you can't choke a wombat. There's more neck, dude. Yeah. Wombats don't have necks for shit. And they're stocky as fuck. They're like boulders. Yeah. Dogs, I know where to get them. Yeah. Different kettle of fish. But the bite, the bite of a fucking dog. Yeah, but once worse. you got, because you roll them onto their back. Yeah, but you got to get that. If they get a latch under your arm, you're oh, in you gotta be, fucking You got to be trouble. quick. Yeah, you like, do. well, mate, as you've seen from the wombat, they get you. You got to try and stuff a takedown with a dog. I've 100%. heard that. Yep. They come for you, pretend like they're trying to take you down, you stuff the takedown, roll them onto their back. That's it. You got to stuff that takedown. Anyway. That's all us. right, that's us. Love you all. Uh, big day, Rose at 6 p.m. Hellasport.shop. Bye bye. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 